and welcome back to the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. We are beginning a journey that will last for a few reflections, a journey that's going to take us through Psalm 27. We thought yesterday about Jesus the Messiah and today we're going to focus on the theme of worship. Let's bow before our Lord in prayer. Lord, we thank you today for your word. And today we thank you that for the vast majority of us listening, God's word, the Bible, is accessible. We can buy it, we have it in our homes, we can find it on our smartphones. Lord, God's word is not closed to us. We pray for those around the world, persecuted Christians in places like North Korea who still don't have access to your word. Be with all such, we pray, and increase our gratitude for the access to your word that we have. Help us not to take these things for granted. We thank you and we praise you now. And we pray that we would seize the opportunity that this day gives us, seize it with both hands to really dig into your words, to understand it and appreciate it better, that we might be transformed in the way that we live day to day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Psalm 27 The Lord is my light and my salvation Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling, he will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high upon a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. At his sacred tent I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, God my Saviour. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. 
Do not hand me over to the desire of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart, and wait for the Lord. In the Advent season, and certainly at Christmas time, we think about the wise men, the Magi, who came to worship Jesus. Someone else who was a wise man of a previous Christian generation was a preacher called A.W. Tozer. And he once said this, that worship is the missing jewel of the church. Worship is the missing jewel of the church. He was speaking, I think, in the 1950s. How true that was of his own day, it's hard for me to say. Is it true of our own day? Well, certainly in some churches, I think that's the case. And even in churches where sung worship is really prioritised, sometimes we can be there and we might be singing. But although our voices might be engaged, our hearts and our minds are not Alternatively, we may be worshipping God with our lips, but living a life that is far from him. This is not true worship, because real worship, biblical worship, is heart, mind, body and soul, and it affects the whole of our lives. I know that there have been times when I have worshipped God with my lips, but I've been struggling with issues in my heart. I praise God for his grace but I also pray that he would transform me, that I might press on to live a life that is wholly given to God in worship. Our psalm, Psalm 27, certainly speaks of worship. We focus today on verses 4 to 6. We think of the psalmist David, the anointed king, longing to seek God and longing to worship him. He expresses this desire to dwell in the house of the Lord, to gaze on the beauty of the Lord, to seek him in his temple, the place of worship. He speaks of the shelter of his sacred tent, and we think of the tabernacle. He speaks again of this place in verse 6. At his sacred tent I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Here is passionate worship. All the emotions are engaged and David gives himself wholeheartedly to God in worship and praise. Is worship the missing jewel of the church today? Well, we can make the question more personal as we engage with this material one-on-one with God. His worship, perhaps, just possibly, the missing jewel in our lives. If that is the case, the solution is not to try and work up feelings of worship. Rather, as I've said before in these podcasts, the solution is to focus on the Lord Jesus, to focus on Messiah. 
As we saw yesterday, this psalm helps us to do just that because it takes us to the cross and the resurrection. It takes us to the price that Jesus paid. It takes us to the empty tomb and the joy and the wonder and the glory of God's victory. It's as we reflect on these things that our, our hearts are strangely warmed to pick up John Wesley's phrase and we are called out in worship and praise. Psalms like this one, indeed the whole of God's word, they're the fuel for our worship. God's Holy Spirit comes as the spark and ignites that fuel and turns it into a flame of devotion, a flame of worship, turns it into an offering lifted up to our God. My encouragement to you, and I encourage myself in this, is to reflect deeply on the character of God and the ways of God as they are revealed in his word. And as we do that, allow the spark of the Holy Spirit to ignite us and call us out in worship to our God. Is worship the missing jewel in your life? If so, God wants to give this to you, and he encourages you through this reflection today to reflect on his word and to know the joy of adoring him in the power of the Holy Spirit. We come to our God in prayer. In this Advent and Christmas season, we think of those who gathered around the crib to worship. Shepherds, angels, Mary and Joseph, and then later the Magi, the wise men who came bearing gifts. Someone has said this, wise men came to worship Jesus. Wise men and women still do. So, Lord Jesus, we worship you, Messiah, Son of Man and Son of God, the incarnate God, Word made flesh. We worship you as the one who died on the cross, the one who paid such a price, the one who sought the face of Father God and on the cross did not find it. We worship you, Lord Jesus, as the risen one, the one who sees your Father's goodness in the land of the living. We worship you for these things, for these gospel truths, and we praise you for all that they mean to us. Thank you that you have revealed the truth of these things to us. Yes, Lord, call our hearts out in worship of you today. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.